What's up, babes? Welcome to my podcast, where I talk about whatever I want, whenever I want, because I can. All right. So, first off, welcome. How is everyone doing? Welcome to the first uh, podcast, first episode. All right. I hope you're all having a great time. Um, I hope, you know, I'm sure there's zero listeners, but, you know, to Casper, to the dead relatives listening, how's everyone doing? I hope y'all are doing good. Because I'm doing fantastic, hence why I'm here. Alright, so a little background before we get into it, because I have decided what we're doing today. I'm excited about it, but background first. Um, Anchor, I had downloaded it in 2019. I had I didn't know that at first until I went back and re-looked at all of it, the stuff. But when I downloaded it again now, I, it like had a thing for me to log in again. And I was like, oh, had I already logged in before? Did I have an account? Yes, I did have an account. Um, so I logged in again, and all my old podcasts were here and everything, and they're, they're you know, they're like 15 minutes long, whatever. Um, and yeah, and so I, I went back and listened to a couple of them. The title of the episodes were really funny. One of them was like Super Nene. What, the, I don't even know. I don't know why that one was called that one. Uh, the longest one with a whopping 43 minutes was called TMG Bingo, and you know, I don't have the time or energy to deal with myself, my old 2019 self right now, but at some point, I am going to listen to it, and I am going to enjoy it, because I have no clue what that meant. I don't know what TMG Bingo is. So, I I think I have an idea, but I honestly don't know, so I'm going to go back and listen to it. Those are not public. They are not public. They are not published yet. They're not finished podcasts. They're still, like, all clumped together, whatever. They're not going to be public, so... Too bad you lose. Sorry about that. Fuck off. <laughs> but these are going to be public because why not? You know, I, I've decided I'm just going to do it. I don't really care at this point. Um, and even if one person or e- I don't even care if one person, even if I get enjoyment out of it, then it's worth it. So that's what we're going to do. So, um, yeah, so I, I'm going to do that. I don't know how often. I don't know anything. I, I'm just, I literally download the app like, 10 minutes ago, I made a short random podcast just talking about whatever. Um, and that's, yeah. And then I was like, you know what? Let's make a real one. Why not? Let's make a real one. So here's what we're doing today. So <laughs> I figured every single one I can kind of have something to do. All right. Um, or maybe something to talk about. So maybe some of them will have a pop culture, little catch up what's going on. Which, some stuff just went down with Billie Eilish, but I'm not going to talk about that because I don't really care enough. Um, But, yeah, so today what we're doing is we're doing Zoe's book review. Welcome to the first edition episode, what I don't know, of Zoe's book review. Um, I like talking about books, but you know what I like doing even more than talking about books? Talking about books that I haven't read yet. (laughs) So, here's how it's going to work. I have, I'm by my bookshelf, and I have stacks of books here. I have lots of stacks. Most of them, actually all of them, are historical, fiction or nonfiction, a little mix of both. And I'm going to judge them, and I'm going to talk about them, and I'm going to give a review on them based off of not having read any of them. Um, A few of them I've started. I think one, two, three, four, five I've started, but a good chunk of them I have not. But I'm still going to review them anyway. I'm not going to review them as if I have read them. I'm just going to review my overall thoughts and opinions on the book 
prior to me finishing or like completing or even starting the books okay so that's what we're gonna do um first i'm gonna go i'm gonna grab one of the ones off my desk real quick our queen um jane austen absolutely love her with a good old-fashioned pride and prejudice that's the first book we're reviewing pride and prejudice um i have it in my hands it's a like later printed obviously and no one's i i would like to know who has a first edition pride and prejudice but it's one that like some random publishing company like reprinted and so it looks different from like the typical pride and prejudice ones but you know what i'm not mad about it it is a solid size it is a paperback um i have started reading this one i've actually gotten pretty far let me look sorry if the sound quality changes it's me picking up and setting down the microphone um, I have gotten to chapter 16 so far. Um, so yeah, it's, so far it's fantastic. I love it. Um, I think it's really good. It's a little bit of, like, enemies to lovers vibes, so go off them. I do know the story of Pride and Prejudice. I have seen the movie. Um, the, like, newer movie, not the older movie. I want to watch the BBC, like, TV show one, but I just can't find it anywhere. Not the full episodes or anything. So I'll need, I think it's probably on Amazon Prime. I'll have to look. But anyway, back to the book. It is a um, dark maroon cover with a kind of elegant floral, like, pink circle. Um, and then it has the silhouette of, um, of a lady. A lady? <laughs> yes, a lady. Um, yeah, it's, it's a nice cover. I like the spine. I like the font. I like it. I like the cover of this book. I like the book itself. I think Jane Austen is a fabulous writer. I think she does a good job. Um, I'm assuming that these, I got it at Half Price Books. Oh yeah, Half Price Books, $4.99. Go off. They were, they got like, they had like 20 of them on a table that they had just gotten in new shipment. And I'm assuming the printing in the inside is a little weird, like the margins and stuff. I'm assuming something got a little wonky and they sent these to, um, half price books instead of actually selling them at a real bookstore but maybe not maybe these were just like overprints overruns I don't know but yeah um on a scale of one to ten I would give this book um I mean I'm not super picky or judgmental when it comes to books so honestly I'm gonna give it a nine out of ten I'm only giving it less points just because the colors of the front of the book aren't my favorite but that has nothing to do with the writing but you know what it doesn't matter so, yeah, 9 out of 10 for Pride and Prejudice. Next book we got here. It's called Theodore Roosevelt's Darkest Journey, The River of Doubt by Candace Millard. Um, it is a honor, oh, a notable book, the New York Times Book Review of the Year. Notable book of the year. Sorry, I read that kind of weird. Um, it has a big old picture of Teddy on the front. And you know what? If you know me, you know I'm an absolute slut for Teddy Roosevelt. I love the man. Um, sort of. <laughs> I don't like his imperialist side. All right, let's clarify that here. But other than that, I do like the man. Um, he wasn't perfect, but no president was, no person is, but he also wasn't the worst. <laughs> so for that, he gets an A+. Plus. He gets an A for effort. Um, yeah, so uh, just haven't read this one yet, but just opening it up... Um, the font is a little bit small, but the margins are wide, so I think it is a pretty good amount of words per page. It's not too much, and it's not too little. I think that's good. 
um, it has parts. It's separated by parts, I'm seeing. So, like, part six. It has pictures in it. So, you know how some books will have, like, um, splitting up the actual, like, content? It will have, um, like, more plasticky pages that are um, usually a color. Like, these are a gray-blue color. And um, it has pictures of Teddy Roosevelt with little descriptions on it. And so I think this one has one, two, three, four pages of that um, with just tons of pictures on it. So I kind of like that. I do kind of like that. Um, I think it, yeah, I like it. I, I don't, I'm not a fan of the changing of like the page texture, but I think that's just how it works whenever you print a bunch of pictures like that. But no, for the most part, I do like it. I think it's good. I like being able to see pictures of them. I like being able to see, you know, read captions about what the pictures are. So, yeah. Um, it is a paperback book. It is a pretty nice size. It has a beautiful, like, gold foiling on the front and spine. But, unfortunately, the gold, like, it has a trim that wraps around the whole book on the top. But the foil doesn't go to the back. I guess it was too expensive or maybe they intentionally did that. I don't know. But I kind of wish the gold foil would have wrapped all the way around. I think that would have, um, I think it would have made it look a little bit nicer. It does have some really nice embossing on the front. Um, the, uh, the second half of the title is embossed and that's really nice. It adds some texture and I like that. Um, overall, the colors of the book and everything looks great. I got it on clearance. It was $3. I don't know about the writing or anything like that, so, because I haven't read it yet, but, yeah, I'm gonna say it's a pretty good book. Not as great as Pride and Prejudice, just because I really, I have a kind of bias towards Pride and Prejudice. I just really like it. So, I'm gonna give this one maybe a, just for, like, cover and, like, looks and design, maybe a 6.5 out of 10, maybe a 7 out of 10. I don't know, it's pretty high up there. It's not too bad. It could be worse. All right. So, next book in the stack. We have Fever, 1793 by... Uh, her name is cut off. I can't see what the name is. I'm seeing Lori something and then Anderson, which is a separate person from Lori. So, I don't know... I don't know. It's covered by a half-price book sticker. I got this one on clearance. It was even cheaper. It was $1 on clearance. So, you know what? I love it. I had this book in my Amazon wish list for my classroom um, in the future. And so, I found it at half-price books for a dollar. And I was like, oh my gosh, yes. So, I got it. It is not a higher level book. It is uh, like middle school. Maybe, honestly, it could be elementary school. Like a fourth grader could probably read it and be fine. It is a historical uh, fiction book about a fever that overtook um colonial america in 1793 i don't remember where they live um does it say maine maybe i don't know george washington shows up at one point um i have started the book let's see how far i've gotten i've gotten to chapter five um easy easy read just because of the level it's not meant for a high school uh, sort of in college student so, yeah, I love it. I think it's good so far. It is a little melodramatic. It's like, but, you know, that's how, you have to make books dramatic in order to get children to read them because children love drama, if there's one thing I've learned. Um, so, yeah, Fever 1793. Uh, the actual colors and printing of the book, it is a paperback book. It's a little bit shorter than I would like, um, but it's not too bad of a size. I don't mind the size too much. Um, 
But, you know, the colors and just the front cover, it's this girl's face. It's the main character's face, and she has, like, yellow eyes. I think it's supposed to be yellow fever, but I don't know. Um, it's not my favorite, man. It really isn't. Writing-wise, it's not too bad. Design and cover and style and everything like that, I don't like it. I really don't. The font is hideous. It doesn't match my opinion of colonial America. Like, it doesn't... Because the colors are, like, this weird blood, almost orangey-red with yellow, but also this hideous, like, green color. The green could be so pretty if they didn't mix it with red and yellow. I don't know. It's just not the vibes. So for that, I'm going to have to bump it down a little bit. The writing, like I said, a little melodramatic. I'm going to give it 4 out of 10. Um, it's not bad. It really isn't. It it honestly could be a 5 out of 10 if I actually read the book. 5 or 6 out of 10 if I read it. But, you know, since I haven't read it and just first opinions and I've only read a little bit of it and it is really heavily drama, I'm going to 4 out of 10. It is a 4 out of 10. It's not bad, though. It's not a hideous, like, it's not a bad book. It just, it could be better. So, yeah. All right, moving on in the stack. First off, before I move on, let's get a time check here. Let's see. Make sure we're still recording. Oh, we're only at 13 minutes? Okay, sick. I was thinking that we were, like, hitting 30 minutes. I was like, I'm talking too much, too long. But no, we're good. 13 minutes. All right. Next book we got in the stack. I have not read this book yet. It is a hardcover, first hardcover of the review, and it's When Britain Burned the White House, The 1814 Invasion of Washington by Peter Snow. So, um, first off, like, just, like, first thoughts of the book, I love the front cover. It gives me the vibes of, like, a little bit post-colonial America, sort of, not really, it's not Edwardian yet, but it's not fully colonial America and it makes sense. Like, starting to get into a little bit of Industrial Revolution bit, like, it it works. It makes sense. It looks good. And it has a picture of Britain burning down the White House. Because, you know, that's what the book's about. Um, also on clearance, the past three books have I've gotten on clearance, $3 at Half Price Books. So, you know what? Go off Half Price Books because their clearance section, not good all the time. But I have found some fantastic ones on the clearance section. In fact, I have one right here, and we're going to take a quick pause, that I found $3 on clearance hardcover book. It's by Reese Bowen, and it is called Airs and Graces, and it's a murder mystery, and I found it on clearance, and I just picked it up, and I was like, yep, I'm getting it. I don't really know what it's about, and it was fantastic, and it's one of my favorite books I've ever read, so just, you know, throwing that out there. Um, so Half Price Books clearance is fantastic. Always give it a look. Always give it a once over. All right, back to this book here. The cover, it has, since it is a hard cover, it has a protective cover on top. The protective cover is what I think, like, looks really good. It, it's a nice font. It has, it, it makes sense. It's not perfect, and it's not, like, super, like, modern, but it's not meant to be because it's not a modern story. It's a, you know, it's a historical story. So it's what I'm looking for when I'm going to grab a history book. And I like it. I like it a lot. It's got red. It's got the navy blue. It's, you know, it's got some, it, it, it really isn't, even with having a building on fire on the front cover, it's not too heavily orange or, like, throwing in other colors. Like, even the orange looks red. So, it's heavily, like, red, navy blue, and, like, grays and blacks, and it works. It really works, and it, it looks good. I think it matches with the story. Even though I haven't read it yet, I know what happened. It's history. I understand the War of 1812. Um... So yeah, 
Now, I'm going to take the cover off really quickly and just take a look at the actual book itself without the protective cover on it. And the actual book itself um, is red. It's a red binding and red cover. And I like it. I do. I really like it. The front and back covers of the actual book have nothing on them. It's just the red fabric. It's almost like a linen... Um, it's not exactly linen. It's probably like a woven cotton. And it's it's nice. I do like it. And on the spine, it has um, a gold gilding. And that looks really, really nice. It's not gilding. I mean, no, it's not really. It's like indented embossing. I don't really know what the term for it is. But it's really nice. I like it. Um, it's simple. It's plain. And you know what? It works. Because when you, you have, if you want, you know, all the pizzazz, you have the front cover that will give you the pizzazz. But if you want the plain, the simple, the chic book, take the cover off and you get the simple and plain book. It works really well together. Um, the red of the cover works really well with the red on the protective cover and the blue on the protective cover. I like it. I really do. Size-wise, let's look at the size here. Let me put the cover back on for a second. Um, I do typically leave covers on books um, just because I don't have a reason not to leave them on. Like, my bookshelf's not supposed to be, like, an aesthetic or anything like that. It's just, it just has books, um, which themselves hold their character, and I'm fine with that. So, I tried a while ago, like, when I was little, to take all the covers off and just to be all cool, but it's not worth it, and I just leave covers on books. Um, I have tons of books that I just leave the cover on because, you know what, I'm fine with it. Um, the size of the book, it's a little big, but I also have small hands. And, you know, they're, like, typically the people reading these books are not women with dainty hands. It is men with big hands. Um, and then, you know, sex them, fine. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I don't really care. The size, yeah, no, the size is good. I like the size. I think the size is, it's a little big, like I said, but it is, um, doable. And I think because the size is bigger, it makes the print bigger. And I honestly would prefer to have a bigger print with more pages. I would prefer a bigger printed, like, text that just has more pages. I think that makes it so much easier because it makes it easier to get through the book, I feel like. Whenever it has those tiny pages and you spend, like, 30 minutes on one page, or tiny words, excuse me, and you spend, like, 30 minutes on a page, it's frustrating. I never spend 30 minutes on a page, but you get the point. Um, I, this is, like, the first time I'm fully opening the book and, like, really taking a look at it, and I'm realizing it has the same, um, plastic pages in there that the Teddy Roosevelt one has. It obviously has different pictures and captions and everything, but, yeah, I think that adds a nice touch, especially for these, like, historical nonfiction books, like, the ones where you're supposed to be educating yourself through and, like, learning something from. I think adding pictures is really nice. I always liked seeing pictures of events happening, it just helped to, like, connect things together and really tie it all up. Um, so I like it. I think it's good. It has two sections of those little plastic pages. It has um, five or six for each one. So I think it has a nice touch. Um, yeah, I think it's good. It, oh, and it has an index at the back, which I think is really nice. So you can go and if you're looking for something specific, since it is an educational book, you can go and look it up, and I love that. Let's see, um, it has a little thing about Peter Snow. Um, is he British? He's married and he has six children. Um, I'm trying to figure out if he's British or if he's American. I think he's British. I think this is a British book. So how it got its way to a, um, 
half price books in Fort Worth, Watauga, Texas. I don't know, but you know what? Go off him. So overall rating of the book, I'm going to give it a seven and a half, eight out of 10. I think it's pretty good. I, th- I like it. I think um, it's vibing. I have officially run out of room on where I was going to place the books. So I have two more books in um, my stack of things to go over. Um, I have more on the other side, but I'm probably, let's do a time check before I continue. All right, we're hitting 20 minutes, which isn't bad. Uh, yeah, this, sorry if this isn't the most fun podcast, because I know you guys can't, like, see the books or anything, or you just have to go with what I'm saying, but I, I, you know, I hope the ones in the future will be more fun, but I just, I wanted to talk about my books, and I'm excited about talking about them, so here we go. Um, next book, Shocking Secrets of American History, 115 Surprising Amusing Tales by Bill Cote. All right, first off, it's a hardcover book, and it's a little bit smaller than the other one, When Britain Burned the White House, a little bit smaller than that. And I love this size. I think this is the perfect size. I love hardcover books. This is, this is what I'm looking for a book to be. It's perfect. I love it. Um, talking about colors and, um just like print of the front pages and everything i you know i was hating on the blue or the green of the fever book this has a similar green but it's much lighter it's same shade just lighter um and it works it didn't work on the fever book because of the color of red and yellow and everything they were using but it works on this because even though they're using red and they're using the navy blue and they're using that yellow cream color it works with this because it's much lighter and it looks colonial. The other one didn't look colonial and it was supposed to be about colonial America and that shade of green is not a colonial color. But this is and it works and it looks really good and I, you know what, I love it and I'm here for it. Um, Stunning. The front cover of the book, like the actual front of the book, is a picture that is Benjamin Franklin, Alexander Hamilton, and I'm assuming John Adams, although it looks very girly. It looks like a female version of John Adams. Um, all sitting at a table. Um, there, Benjamin Franklin is reading something. And John Adams is sitting. And Hamilton is standing with a quill and some paper. Um, there's a bunch of paper crumbled on the floor. It's, it's like the whole cover of the book is this picture. And then on top of it, it has um, the overlay of the text. Uh, it does make it a little bit distracting, and there's a bunch of different fonts, but you know, it's okay. It's, it's still pretty good. I'm still here for it. Now, I would like to mention the publishing company, um, which I don't think, hold on, let me find it. Um, I'm trying to find the publishing company because the book I'm about to talk about next is the same publishing company, and I say that for a reason. Okay, I'm just seeing that the publishing company is MIF. I don't know if it's supposed to be, um, I don't know if that's an acronym. I don't know what that is, but MIF Publishing Company. Now, uh, when you take the flap off, I love the book. I love the book without the protective cover on it. It is a, um, almost like recycled paper look. It's, it's, um, a tan brown that has texture in it. It has, like, little dark darker brown flecks and then the actual binding of the book is a navy blue it's a stunning like royal navy blue it's so pretty and then it has that gold um gold embossing kind of look on top of it 
Um, I really like the font of the side of the book. I think the spine is so good. Um, yeah, I like it. I really, really think this book is stunning without the protective cover on it. But uh, the protective cover itself, not bad at all. Like, it is definitely, like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's good. It's fine. It looks great without the protective cover, and it looks not bad with the protective cover. So that's a win for this book. Um, I have read a couple of them. They're really short. They're like a couple pages long. And I would not use this book for historical reference. Because like I feel like some of it, although it is true, they're almost misleading just because of how short it is. It's hard to get a bunch of information accurately into a story with only using so few words. But, you know, for a little anecdotes, like little anecdotal pieces, it's really nice and it's funny and you can go through it and... Um, you don't, it's not a sit down and read book. It's like a, oh, I'm bored and let me open this book, turn a few pages and figure out what, you know, some random stuff about history. And I like it. It's not bad. Um, yeah, I got this one at Half Price Books as well. I took the sticker off, so I don't know how much it was. I'm assuming it was, um, four ninety because I don't think this is one of the ones on clearance, but yeah, I like this book. It's not bad. Um, and that publishing company, I love the size of it. I love so, going along with that publishing company, the next book I have is Star-Spangled Banner, um, The Unlikely Story of America's National Anthem by Mark Ferris. Uh, this one I got at Barnes & Noble. This is like one of the few books I have from Barnes & Noble. And it was a book annex book, and it was originally $8, but then it became one of the cheap books is what they call it and they have the like the bird sticker on it so it was only five dollars which is a little bit more expensive for like half price books like especially for the clearance most of them are like three dollars or less but for barnes and noble and it was like brand new book like hasn't been sold before it's not a used book five dollars is pretty good um and i'll take it this is the same publishing company as the last one mif mif i don't know how you say it whatever it is and a same thing as the other one stunning cover it's the same size as the other one and I love that size I've already talked about it it's a hardcover book I love it I really do um I just took the cover off the protective cover to just look at the actual book itself it is the same red as the um when Britain burned the White House except that one was a fabric cover like it, it was like cotton linen this one is just a paper cover it's a hardcover paper um and it's red it's same color but it's paper and then the spine like the binding obviously has that like tape type I don't know exactly what it is but that binding that's a little it's a different it's a little bit different texture but it's it's same color as the actual paper so it blends in really nicely and it looks good um the spine same thing with that gold um gilding embossing look it's really nice I like it I like it um Let's see what else we got here about this. Okay, the cover of the book, um, the protective cover. It is a cream color, and then it has a faded, faded, like, music note or, like, um, music sheet of the national anthem of Francis Scott Key's, you know, Star Spangled Banner when it was turned into a song. Um, I really like the story of the national anthem. No, I don't care for the national anthem itself. I don't care for the actual poem or anything, but I think just the story is such a good story. So that's why I got this book. Um, yeah. And then it has a kind of oval picture of Francis Scott Key standing on the boat looking at the um, looking at the flag. 
and everything. And I think it's nice. I think it's, um, it's what you want in a history book. Like how I was talking about earlier, whenever I think about history books, I'm looking for a certain thing. That's, this is what I'm looking for. It looks like a history book. It fits the vibes. It fits the time period aesthetic. Like it makes sense. And I really like it. And I think they did a good job with this. So, um, by far my favorite publishing company, MIF. I have had another publishing company. What is it called? That I do tend to really like, but I can't remember. I'm looking at my other books to see if I can find one. Um, Simon & Schuster. I do like that publishing company. I think that publishing company is really good. There's one that... Penguin. I think Penguin does a good job with their books a lot of times. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think of what the other publishing company is. Scholastic isn't bad. Um, obviously, it's. I think Scholastic only does children's books, right? But for doing children's books, they do a pretty good job, and I don't mind Scholastic at all. I think they do a pretty solid job. They, they're not too bad. But yeah, so that is, that's the last book I'm going to review. Oh, I didn't read it. Um, I would give it, honestly, I would give it like an 8 out of 10. I don't know about the writing yet, and it would probably get points docked for writing just because typically books like that tend to be super duper patriotic, and that's not bad. Like, it's okay if you want to be patriotic. It's just not my thing, which I think is funny because I just reviewed, like, six books that are all American history. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, um, 8 out of 10, I think it's good. I, I like the cover of it. I really like that book itself. I think, yeah, I think it did a good job. So, um, by far favorite publishing company, MIF, however you pronounce it. One of the things I like about Simon & Schuster is they have, like, they'll sell books on their website, um, and they will do emails, and they'll do, like, sales and everything like that, so I get the Simon & Schuster emails, and I like getting those, um, so that's good. I like I do like Simon Schuster for that reason, but I I also don't know if any other publishing companies do that just because I haven't looked into it. I don't even know how I ended up on the mailing list. I don't remember. I know I signed up for it. I just don't remember when or how or why. But yeah, so I always get their emails, and that's always a fun little oh what books you know, are they dealing with now? But yeah, let's do a let's do a quick time check, and then we'll see. I'll probably wrap it up. Oh, we're 30 minutes, right at 30 minutes, 30 minutes, 20 seconds. So I guess I'll go ahead and wrap this one up. I hope you enjoyed the uh, book review. <laughs> I I love talking about books. Books Talking about books is one of my favorite things to do. I could talk about books for hours. As you see, or as you just heard, I talked about a stack of books that I haven't even read yet for 30 minutes. Um, it's just because it's fun and I love to do it. So... Yeah, enjoy. I hope this wasn't too boring. Um, hopefully the next episode will be more fun. Um, some of the episodes, I'm I'm shooting for around 30 minutes. But, you know, they might be shorter, they might be longer, depending on what's going on. Who knows? So, yeah, that is it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening, babes. I hope you have a fantastic day, and I hope you listen to another one. Goodbye.